to Dark Discussions, your place for the discussion of horror film, fiction, and all that's fantastic. A weekly podcast here. The discussion is about the most recent horror and genre films. Intelligent talk on a genre that deserves intelligence. A conversation between co-hosts discussing not only the film, but also the connotation that the directors and screenwriters are trying to articulate. When you want more than a review, listen to Dark Discussions. And speaking of perception, there's just one more scene I want to talk about, which is after Caleb discovers that Kyoto's a robot, Kyoto kind of peels off her skin, showing him what's underneath. Now, wait a minute. I know where you're going with this, but tell me you weren't already thinking this 15 minutes earlier in the film. Exactly what he's thinking at that moment. Which is he's a robot, too. Oh, I consider the possibility. Right, and that's what I like, is the fact that the writers are smart enough to know that this is what the audience would be thinking. We've all seen Blade Runner. <laughs> right. Exactly. www.darkdiscussions.com Wherever podcasts are found. Hello! Welcome once again to Dark Discussions, your place for the discussion of our film, fiction, and all that's fantastic. I am one of your co-hosts, Philip, from the state of New Hampshire in the US of A, and with me in the state of New York. Hi, this is Mike. Mike, how are you, sir? I'm fine, Phil. How are you tonight? Good, good. There's a little pause there because you're, you're usually se- you're, you're usually called out second, but uh, co-host yeah. Eric can't make it tonight. Uh, hopefully, he'll be joining us again next week. But uh, he had prior engagements or something. And in the Commonwealth of Virginia, hey, this is Barrett. Barrett, how are you, sir? Good. And guest host uh, from uh, uh, Alberta, Canada. Hey, everybody. It's Sean. Hope you're doing well. Indeed, indeed. All right. So for folks who uh, just found us, who are we? We are the Dark Discussions Podcast, which is www.darkdiscussions.com. We have an email at darkdiscussions at AOL.com. Just email us, and you can type in uh, whatever you want, and we will read your emails on the podcast. Uh, so uh, just uh, send us an email, put in the subject, something like DDP for a Dark Discussions Podcast, and whatever your topic is, so we'll know that the email is specifically for this podcast here on our network of podcasts, which are basically a bunch of podcasts that any of your co-hosts on this podcast uh, participate in. Uh, so what we do on this podcast specifically is we talk about uh, all sorts of films such as horror, sci-fi, fantasy, thrillers, techno thrillers, mysteries, grindhouse, arthouse, midnight movies, foreign language films, occult films, and drive-in fear. Basically, we try to talk intelligently about a genre that deserves intelligence. Also, today is May, not May, June 8th. 2023, because some of our listeners like Pam are always curious when we record these episodes because they do not necessarily come out immediately after they're recorded, though this one will probably come out within a two or three weeks uh, from its recording date. But still, Pam is curious because, again, two or three weeks is 21 days or so away from now. Uh, now, uh, Sean, what else can people find on www.darkdiscussions.com? Oh, sorry, I cut out there. Um, so you can also click on the Patreon link, which will take you to Patreon, which is a way that you can uh, help support different creators. And the podcast, as you know, is released free to everyone, but there's a ton of behind-the-scenes expenses. 
So if you're able to financially, any support you can provide is, is much appreciated. Uh, even a dollar makes a difference. Um, but for every $5 that you donate each month, you get to pick a movie that you would like to have a review done of. And every quarter, the draw is made. And whichever movie gets drawn will then get reviewed either on the main Dark Discussions feed or one of the sister podcasts, depending on where it falls for genre, etc. But the point is that any financial support you can provide is, is appreciated, as is any other support through social media, liking, sharing, all that kind of good stuff uh, helps as well. And we appreciate it. So thank you. Uh, that's right. Yep. So uh, thank you for any uh, people who uh, do uh, donate to the podcast, because, again, uh, um, it's greatly appreciated as uh, we do this uh, for free. We don't even uh, try to get uh, sponsors, though, if anybody does want to come to us and uh, sponsor us, we'll most certainly uh, have you. Um, but again, we're here. Uh, it's a hobby that uh, obviously uh Anybody that can help out is it's still greatly appreciated since that hobby does cost some money. Uh, the time part isn't really the issue. Uh, all right. So um, uh, if we have time at the end of the episode, we'll uh, talk about some uh, various other things like what's in the news and uh, what we've been watching or playing or, or reading and whatnot. Uh, we, we were uh, going to have a special co-host uh tonight that uh that episode will be pushed back to be recorded next week um due to uh that individuals uh needing to uh uh attend some sort of appointment this evening uh yeah, so, i'm sure uh, he'll be cleared of all the charges yeah yeah right <laughs> right just kidding, Dan, just kidding. <sighs> Um, but yeah, we'll uh, have Dan Lynch uh, next week on a special episode as well on another good movie that we're going to do. Uh, but tonight we're going to do a different movie. And uh, Mike, what are we going to talk about tonight? Well, tonight we're going to talk about a Phil film called Follow Her that is available at the moment for streaming, rental, or purchase at a, not, not an unre- unreasonable price. It is not free streaming anywhere. Uh, but I'm sure as soon as you pay for it, it's going to pop up free on Shutter or Netflix or Hulu or something. All right, so let's uh, listen to the trailer. Are you ready? To be tortured? Of course. Five million followers. I have confirmed the screenwriting job. A job? Did you say a job? Yeah, I have jobs. So join me on Wednesday when I'm meeting Tom B in the park. I'm Tom. <laughs> How are you? Oh, I'm better now that I found my co-writer. You live in a barn? What do you think of the idea of creating the story through improv? I think it would be so much fun to really live inside these characters' heads. This is the part where Tom reveals himself. You social media stars, you think the world is all about your content. How about this? You come up with the next part of the script. Then we'll improvise, see how it pans out. 
who survived. Uh, that's right. Uh, the film is called Follow Her. Uh, it's a brand new 2023 film that, as Mike mentioned, is available uh, for VOD rental. Uh, not sure about discs at this time, but it's, it's not, not on any of the television services uh, like Netflix or Hulu or anything at the moment. But as Mike said, you never know. It may pop up there at some point. But right now it is only available for rent. And as Mike said, uh, not too expensive, and for purchase, uh, which actually I, I did. Uh, Me I too. Wasn't sure. Yeah, I wasn't sure if I needed to watch it once or twice or when I was going to be able to watch it, so I just decided to spend an extra few bucks. Uh, so it's not too expensive to purchase either. Uh, the film um, stars uh, Dana, D- Danny Barker and Luke Cook. Uh, those are the two leads. Uh, basically, um, and the film is directed by Sylvia Kaminer, and the writer is uh, actually uh, the lead actress, Danny, Danny Barker. Uh, she's the screenwriter. So uh, written by a woman and then directed by a different woman. Uh, the film has been receiving uh, really good reviews on uh, review sites. Uh, if that matters to you, uh, Rotten Tomatoes actually gives it about 78%, I think. Uh, for their reviews while the audience is at 88%. So uh, fairly close. Audiences just a bit more, but both are most certainly positive. Um, So uh, I guess we can get into uh, how we heard about this film and what we thought about it. And, uh, yeah, Mike mentioned uh, uh, a film choice, so uh, I guess I'll start. Um, Yeah, so uh, basically we were supposed to do a different film tonight, uh, with Dan Lynch, but uh, Dan um, unfortunately had an engagement that popped up, so uh, I suggested for him to come on next week to do the film with us, and he said that would be great. So we had to quickly choose a different film, and on Monday night while recording Halloween Boutique Psychotronic Reviews with Sean Fox and Barrett, I um, opened up iTunes movies and looked through the horror and uh the horror top 47 or 52 or whatever their, their weird number is um, lists older films and new films. It's basically whatever people are watching. And this one was in the, the first new film that popped up. And the poster looked pretty cool. I popped, opened it, and I uh, had good reviews. So I said, let's just do this one uh, because there was another choice I wanted to do, uh, but I forgot the title. Um, and, uh, when I brought it up to Sean and Barrett, they said, yeah, that sounds good. So, uh, that's how the movie was picked. And I immediately, uh, texted Mike, uh, as we were recording Halloween Boutique Psychotronic Reviews. Um, so, uh, yeah, so I watched it, uh, uh, before work, uh, this morning. And, um, this film is a really good film. It's a really good film. Um, it, I went in completely blind, didn't know anything about it. The only thing I knew was that it had 79 or 78% good reviews and the poster looked cool. That's it. Um, it was very um, scary at a lot of points. Uh, it reminded me of some other films that 
uh, we've done in the past, and uh, well, I'll talk about that later. Me and Barrett and Sean were talking about that prior to recording. Mike hadn't joined us yet. And um, it was definitely uncomfortable at points. Uh, but then the movie actually went somewhere else completely and um, uh, was unexpected and not necessarily makes the film better, but it, but it does make it interesting. Uh, but all in all, uh, a really good uh, psychological thriller uh, type of film uh, or horror, maybe, and um, a high recommend by me. Uh, let's go with you, Mike. I found out about this film because I received a text message saying, we're not doing the movie we're doing. We're doing this other movie that I've never heard of before. Um, and, yeah, so I really went in kind of cold. And within a few minutes, I saw the movie it was about. I went, well, this is a sex. This is this is a this is totally a Phil film. Now, what and, I mean and that, by that was just that was just coincidental, Mike. Well, what I mean of, by that yeah. is, you see, now, well, just let me, is, is that, um, see, when we do did cinema a la carte, the first film Phil wanted us to do that he picked was a movie called Starlet, which was about a sex worker with a little dog. And then earlier this year, he wanted us to, uh, you picked a film for us to do, which which I, I don't think any of us had actually heard of, and that was a slasher movie about a bunch of sex workers. Oh, Candyland. 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 And now, now we had another movie about a sex worker. Uh, and then I found, I was like, okay, and then I found out the name of the, the male lead, I'm like, okay, it's possible Phil actually wrote this movie. And then there's <laughs> mysterious dark figures. I think, son of a bitch, if this is something, if these are fucking aliens, then Phil absolutely wrote the wrote this movie. <laughs> um, spoiler warning: it does not turn out to be aliens. But yeah, I I I kind of I warmed up more to this movie as it went along because I, I wasn't really sure where it was going. Uh, and by the end, it fits comfortably within a, a certain subgenre that we know. Uh, but I won't spoil that. For anybody um, who who uh, wants to be spoiled free, uh, I yeah I did end up liking the movie quite a bit. I thought it was relatively effective. Um, I wouldn't say I found it scary, but I think performances were good enough uh, to carry it. This is more or less a two-person film. It's it's got a cast, but it's mostly just the the male and female leads run the whole thing. I would say 80-85% of the film is just a two-person show. Um, and they they it's fairly well-written. It's, relative, I think, fairly smart uh, in terms of how it writes the characters, in terms of how they handle the dilemma they're in. Uh, and then there's... If there's anything that seems weirdly convenient or, or easy, there's explanations for it by the end of the film. Uh, I mean, I haven't watched it more than once, so there may be plot holes I'm missing in here. But for a film of this sort, where you go, well, why didn't they just blah, blah, blah. Uh, I, I really was stuck coming up with something like that, that like just stood out as a glaring plot hole. Uh, and at the end, I think you could really make an argument as to what happened. Like, who's who's in the right here? Who's, or well... Who's more in the wrong here? Uh, and who comes out on top? 
So, yeah, I, I think it's an interesting film, and I think uh, it, it might result in an interesting discussion. So, yeah, I'm glad we watched it. All right, sounds good. Uh, Mr. Sean? Uh, so, like the other people, I had not heard of this movie until you mentioned it on Monday. Uh, went in completely blind, so no idea what uh, was going to be happening. Uh, at certain points, I wasn't sure if it was trying to be a dark comedy or what it was doing, but that didn't detract from watching it. And considering some of the dark topics that we have recently done on other movies, this was actually a nice palate cleanse. And I thought that the acting was was uh, good. I enjoyed the the gentleman. Uh, so, sorry, what was his name? Luke. Um, Luke Cook, I think. Luke Cook, yeah. We've seen him in another movie. We did a review for last year, and he was enjoyable in that movie, and he was enjoyable again in this movie. And that was a good point that Barrett had pointed out for us offline. Um, And I just, yeah, I thought it was an enjoyable movie. Um, It probably would be good to try and watch it again and just catch stuff that we missed the first viewing um, that we had or whatever. But. Yeah, no, I thought it was pretty good, and uh, hopefully everyone else enjoyed it. All right, sounds good. And uh, Barrett, what do you got? Yeah, I really liked this movie. I thought it was written smart. Um, It was very enjoyable to watch. It had me wondering who was the actual bad guy very often. There was actually a spot where I had to rewind because something was subtly shown and uh, so I had to go back because I thought I saw it and I wasn't positive and I had to make sure. The grace. Um, the grace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot better than I expected. I had never heard of this movie and I'm glad that we watched it. Um, it was just enjoyable and not, it wasn't too serious. It wasn't too bleak. It wasn't gross. It was, you know, it was none of those things. It just was a smart movie. It was fun to watch. All right. Sounds good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, a couple of people have emailed us in the past saying that they like our podcast because we uh, find hidden gems that they never heard of, and we recommend them based off of our reviews, and uh, this may be one of them. Uh, So, uh, Barrett, do we have a wiki? We do. Wiki, wiki, wiki. An aspiring actress responds to a mysterious classified ad and finds herself trapped in her no- new boss's twisted revenge fad fantasy. All right. Um, that's unfortunate. It it's a little better. weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, Not really and a boss. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Yeah, I mean yeah, 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 but yeah. I, it's just, it's not what you would typically think of as him being her boss, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah. But it, it's unfortunate... That they even say that in the thing because it kind of lets you already know. Yes, some stuff. Um, well, I think we kind of have an idea. I, I don't know that that's based on how things play out in the film. I don't, don't think it's that that much of a shock. Well, that's true. We know this is either a thriller or horror or basically one and the same, and so we know this is going to go a certain way. This isn't going to be like like. Uh, you got mail or something where two people meet up and everything's going to be a miscommunication and then fall in love at the end. We, we know that since it's a thriller slash horror. Yeah. Yeah. It, well, not it, only that, but we know that 
she we see her do something ethically questionable yeah, early true. on in the film. Yeah. And because we know this is a horror thriller drama, whatever you want to call it, we know that there's going to be some karma coming because of this act, presumably. Karma is my boyfriend. Karma sorry, that's a tale. So so as part of the question is figuring out one, is this related to that? Does the employer have any connection to that? Or is this, you know, and uh, and if so, how? And that's not really clear for a good part of the film. Um, and I'm not even sure it's, 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 you know, I don't want to spoil anything. So I'll just hold off on going any further on that. Fair enough, fair enough. So, so uh, what do we do here on the Dark Discussions podcast for our new listeners, or for those who join us weekly? Uh, basically, what we do is we uh, review the film, as we just did, and it appears we all like the film. Uh, but then we talk about things about the film. Uh, so what we do at first is we talk about general stuff, so uh, things maybe related to the um, – the plot points that aren't spoilery, um, the, the the genre itself, uh, things in the movie that um, may be able to uh, be talked about that's related to society in general. But then at a certain point, we'll throw up a spoiler alert where we will talk about anything and everything about the movie, because not only do we review films on Dark Discussions, but we also critique and dissect them as well. Uh, so that's that's uh, what we, we do. So uh, to start off, we, we start in the non-spoilery section, and we can just talk about general stuff. Um, let me ask you this. Uh, so I, I read a few reviews after watching the film, but uh, people are... It pointed out interesting things because is this film because originally the film looks like okay maybe it's going to be uh, one of those horrible uh, torturing misogynistic uh, uh, horror type film um, basically where a woman is trapped and, and horrible things happen to her um, but then it could, so they said is this a misogynist film and they put quotes around that because you know quote unquote all horror films and thrillers can be considered that in some way um, the trope of final girl and so forth. But then they said, or is this film really a commentary on social media and influencers? And I was like, hmm, that's, that's absolutely. That's, I think that's yeah, more than it's about than anything else. I, I mean, I don't know if I would go with social media. Yep. As I define social media. Yeah. Uh, but this is a particular online business that we're dealing with here. I think, well, I think it's saying something about influencers and people that make money off of the internet in like a gig. I, you know, I right. So is, is this like an OnlyFans thing or something? I don't, I don't know. But, but I thought OnlyFans are like people who do stuff in their bedrooms or something. But this was more. Yeah, she's not like having sex with anybody. But well, she may. I, well. I but but yeah, it is still, like, it's, it's like a, an OnlyFans. It's a, they're really. It's an influencer slash OnlyFan combo, maybe. I don't know. What do you think, Mike? Go ahead. What you're going to say? It's um. She, she's clearly a sex worker. Whether she's having sex with someone or not, she's there for beat off. Yes, the she's, she's there for she's their kick. He's there for she's their. She's providing kink. spank material. Yeah, yeah, she's for, there for their kick. And. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, 
And and for the viewers of her her YouTube or whatever channel she's on, right? Or only right. yes, it, it's continue there. Yeah. So, and, and so there's that, and then you're you're set up early on where she's lured into something that's not what she's expecting, although it, it is kind of what she's expecting. Yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> where and this is not entirely relevant to the plot. It's part of the setup where she's she's an aspiring actress or kind of an aspiring actress who's kind of given up on her dreams to be to do this uh, online. Bank yeah, to bank. make some extra money or whatever. Yeah. And so she um, sees an ad for someone who's for like a dentist commercial. They just want to see her smile. But it says, don't you know that they they will he's going to tickle her to make her smile. So it's clearly a fetish thing. Uh, and she's she's kind of annoyed, but I don't think all that's shocked that it it is a fetish thing. Um, but then she gets another job offering to go help someone write, and that's the idea, right? So is this set up? Is this a thing where she's going to? Uh, actually being asked to write something or more likely what exactly is the sexual fetish of this person uh, that she's going there. And then for other reasons, it's established that she may be getting set up for something revengey, although we don't really know that for sure going out, but she has commits an act that's of questionable ethics. And that certainly could come back and bite her in the ass. And the question is, is this related to that or not? Right, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and that, that's a good point, Mike, because uh, um, it, it happens within 10 minutes into the film or so, uh, so it's not really that much of a spoiler. There, there's basically, she has one of her fetish guys, and uh, he wants to just tickle her, basically, or, or he she has to, or, or something. And, and what she does is she films everything, without people's permission because she's not just doing um, the work where she goes to someone's house or whatever and does the work. She's also trying to be an influencer as well in this weird metaverse that's or verse that universe that she works in because it's not like, it's like Instagram uh, on speed. So not just hot, half naked chicks on Instagram trying to promote their bodies and, and, and the soda and beer that companies that give them money to promote in their pictures. But she's doing what you, I guess we could say is, is fetish cake work or whatever, which is not as mainstream as just girls in bikinis. So she's recording it without permission and she posts them up. But what she does is she uh, has software that, blurs out the face of the man uh, that sh she um, is doing her cake with. And what happens is, is one of her videos she puts up, the one where she's getting tickled by this guy that's in the jockey shorts, basically, and she's in like a bikini. Um, he there's a couple of seconds of the scene when he turns his face, the software screws up and you can see his face and the thing blows up, meaning everybody uh, is watching it on this kink site 
because most likely because they can see the guy's face for four seconds and that's a curiosity and some big user on that site uh, retweets it on that site, whatever they call it on that site. And now she has to make a decision to just delete the video immediately and have them fix it. Meaning the, the, the website that she, that hosts her stuff or, or um, just let it go. And, but she finds out immediately that when she opens up a ticket to have them fix it for her, you know, blur out the fight the four seconds, it'll take days before the ticket, you know, it says, uh, please note that it'll take four to six days for your ticket to be, you know, completed. So that is no solution. So it brings it down to two solutions, delete the video or just let it go. And since it's now getting a lot of, note notoriety she has to make that choice and she decides to leave it up because it's going to bring her to a top 10 uh money earner on on this website am i right is it did i sign that up right yeah Um, yep and then she also you also have to put in that she finds out from her dad that they're selling the house she lives in that he's been letting her live in and she doesn't have the money To go somewhere else, so she's really worried. She doesn't know what to do. Yeah, because this this is Manhattan, um, and she's the type of girl that wants to live in Manhattan. She doesn't want to live in Queens, so or the Bronx <laughs> or, or Jersey. So she is all pissed because she wants to stay in Manhattan, and she's been living off her daddy, and her daddy's a lawyer, and her brother's a lawyer, and unfortunately, they're looking at her as a fuck up in a sense because. She, Technically, I guess to not necessarily sound rude, but to put it politely, she she's definitely um, hasn't lived up to the expectations of her family. Um, and now that she's going to be evicted from the house because the house is being up, put up for sale because her family's moving up north and they don't want to have the property and they need the money for other things. Now that's um, her stepmom, right? Did I get that right? That was her stepmom. Yeah, I believe that is correct. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we know the mother is died of of something. Uh, what was it? The mother died um, of an overdose or or something. But didn't they have a flashback where where the mother was in the bathroom choking on vomit or something? Am I right? Or is this a movie? That's a different movie because I watched a couple of films this weekend. Do you guys remember that? She I had know. a dream. It was like a dream, and she wakes up, and it was of, I don't know, maybe maybe it's, anyway, either way, either way, the mother, it, to my understanding, is passed away. Yeah, that's my, that was my understanding, too. So no one remembers the scene, the, the dream sequence scene. I guess not. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember um, it. So, uh, yeah, it may have been one my, my internet cut out. There, there is a, there is a flashback with her when she's younger. And, um, and yeah, yeah, that's the scene. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. That's the scene I'm talking okay. about. Yeah. Because it was something to do with her brother where the, she got a text or an email from her brother and they saying they missed their mom or something. And then she has that flashback scene and the mother's like, 
having an epileptic attack or just something uh, in, in the bathroom choking and on her vomit or something. So um, the mother passed away. So so yeah, I don't think she has uh, affinity for the stepmom. But again, I don't know if it's the stepmom that's the problem because it appears that both the brother and the father have a little bit of issues with her, and and it isn't the stepmom. Either way, uh, so we, we, what else do we want to talk about that's general stuff uh, related to the film? So, yeah, social media for sure. Or if not social media, but influencers or something, um, commentary. Uh, what else? Anybody have uh, to say? Um, anything? Anyone? I really liked the location where it ended up. I, I thought it was neat how that was like a closed-in environment. <laughs> That was a fun aspect of the film. Yeah, was that supposed to be Westchester County? I don't, I don't even know where it was supposed to be, but it was somewhere far outside of New York um, where she has to take a bus to get out there. Um, but, yeah, that that was a pretty cool. Um, it, it shows me that she's a little naive because especially in her line of work you would think she would say why can't we just do a skype interview or could you could we meet yeah somewhere? it is a little car- bizarre yeah meet at a, at a starbucks to talk or, or something so she meets in a totally you know far away from everything yeah you know park. where she meets yeah 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 that's it's not even a park it was a uh entrance to uh like one of those forest walks you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. The yeah. place the serial killer would want to take you to kill you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a lot of bears in there too, so you gotta watch <laughs> out for them. Um, yeah, yeah, but but it shows you her her willingness to take a bus that must have cost uh, some money, and then walk from the bus station to this remote area that must have been a couple of miles to just for this job interview. And it was at a weird spot, like you, like we said, it was at a bench at the entrance to a forest walk. Um, all right, any any other things that we want to bring up that's not spoiler? Hard not to spoil this because as it goes, it gets deeper and deeper. <laughs> it's hard to. John, your thoughts? John. Yeah, Sam, I was beginning to wonder if we've lost Sean and Mike because well, I'm here, uh, but my internet keeps right. cutting out for some reason. All right, so Sean, Sean's on mute for some reason. But either way, uh, let's let's throw up the spoiler alert um, and say that at this point we will uh, talk about everything and anything um, about the film. And uh, so you've been warned. Uh, right now, Sean is on mute. So uh, whenever he he uh, unmutes himself, it will he'll rejoin us. Um, so uh, yeah, let's get into uh, the stuff. So Mike, what do you want to talk about first? Where, where do we want to go? Well, I'm going to say actually, I, and I don't know if how many of our listeners will have seen this film. Uh, maybe they've seen the remake, which oddly enough I haven't. But a film I really like was uh, I think from '72 or '73 called Bluth, uh with Lawrence Olivier and Michael Caine. Okay. Um, and in that film, Michael Caine plays a young hairdresser uh, who is having an affair with Lawrence Olivier's wife, and Olivier invites him over to his home to play a game. Okay. And you're never really 
sure, like, what's going on here. Like, how much is Olivier haunting him? Is he trying to frame him for a crime? Is he, you know, what, what's the story here? Because he knows, it's revealed right up front, that he knows that he's having, he's having sex with his wife. And, but you get a similar idea here, where we know something's going on, but we're not sure exactly what the game is. Uh, based on what we've just seen happen with her already in this film. And there was a, a large guessing game going on until pretty much the very end when everything is revealed. Now, Mike, uh, the, the one thing about uh, her not taking down the video, uh, again, she was legitimately trying to fix the problem because she tried to contact the help desk of the the website that hosts her stuff. But again, four to six days. It so, became too profitable to keep it up, too. Right. You didn't want to take it down. Right. <laughs> so she had to make it after that point, she had to make her own choice, which was does she follow her original thing, which is fix this and or just let it go because I want the money. So unless that scene was just to make us see what type of human being she was, it had to play a role later in the film. Well, and I like it because it makes her more complex. Like she, she did try to fix it, which is cool, but then she didn't because it became complicated, <laughs> and she's short of money, which seemed realistic to me. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And 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 um, as a result, it, it makes her, like you said, a more complicated individual. But after that point. Will it play a role further in the film? Did you think it would, or did you think it was just to make us look at it? You know, it's funny. Mike seemed to see it instantly. I did not. It kind of seemed like a side issue to me. Um, I didn't realize it was going to be the main impact of the rest of the film until the end when we, you know, it gets shown to us. Or you mean mean the, the guy's face being revealed? Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. I think it's kept in the dark. I'm not even sure if that is this, this is where the guessing game comes in at the end because you are the whole time kind of guessing as to who's on the level uh is is she being paranoid or is well, Yeah, at times he, I'm wondering if she's the bad guy too. Right. <laughs> and and let's be honest, look, what she did was was not good. Um, it's a perfectly fair point that he lured her into this thing under false pretenses. It's also fair to point out that it was the kind of false pretenses where you know it was a false pretense, or at least strongly suspect it. Um, so it's really a weirdly gray area. It still doesn't justify what she did. And I do wonder, because her father, her family has money, you know, that, that was one of the first things that stood out to me. It was like, okay, there is no way that this girl uh, or young woman, you know, can afford that apartment in Manhattan. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then it turns out she can't, um, that it's her father's. So the right. family clearly has some money. Um, and so I wonder if it's just that she needed the money or remember her preferred, she wanted to be an actress or if it's really that she more wanted the attention. Right, she wanted to be like in the top ten. Now, of course, money comes with that. Being able to be on her own is with that. But like, if she just wanted money, I, you know, I have to wonder if she couldn't have. If that was really the big issue, I'm sure she could have gotten the job through the family or family contacts to put food on the table. Right. So the father makes a 
point about her them being like kind of disappointed in uh in her inability to stand on her own two feet. And I, I think it's just that she's really looking not just to be successful, but to be famous. She wants she likes having that her face on the camera, the idea. And she says she's challenged. I want, you know, if you know, which would you do? Which will you take? And doing the right thing or going getting the likes? And she said she wants the likes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I concur. I, I'm, yeah. I'm All right. Well, I'll, I'll continue. Oh, guard, Mike. Please, please. I was gonna say, like, for instance, I enjoy doing this podcast. I would love to be a famous podcaster like some of these people are, <laughs> but you don't see me busting my ass to do it. Uh, that would be one of those. Yeah, it would be nice if it happens. But it's not going to happen because I don't want it enough to want to do it. I want, I do the podcast because I enjoy doing it, and that is really all there is to it. Um, where she's she's looking for the likes, she's looking for being popular. Um, and to be clear, there's not anything inherently wrong with that. It's it. I you know I would question about you know a uh, question about your your psychology, and maybe you need to see a therapist. Because uh, you're clearly you're probably insecure about something, but um, that's a whole other matter. The, the reality is, it's that she's hurting someone or willing to let somebody be hurt in order to get those likes, and that's the problem. Uh, just like we all like to have money, but how, what are we willing to do to get it? Right? Um, are we willing to hurt other people? Right, right. Because they they state a few times in the film through. The chats that and and her friends and, and whoever stating that it's not cool to show uh, those four seconds, even if it was unintentional, and she and therefore she had the option to just delete the, the video. Um, right, and and people should understand how, if for some weird reason you don't understand how these things work, you can't just post the video, pull the video down, and repost it, and keep all those likes that you got. Right. Um. You're going to end up losing it, right? Yeah, so, and, and 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 the thing is too is that the point being made is this guy didn't have, give permission to be recorded, so it wasn't like he wanted people to know that he had this kink or fetish or tickle fetish or whatever you want to call it. But if people know he does, because uh, when he didn't want people to know. It could destroy his life, obviously, because people go, oh, my God, there's that weirdo or there's that this guy, whatever. And maybe he is a weirdo, but you know, if he's, doing, uh, if he's doing it behind closed doors uh, and no one knows about it, is it a big deal? Right. And but you're going to say something to me. Well, I said, let's be honest. Um, you know, we are in Pride Month. Uh, and I've always said that would, nobody wants to know what anybody does in the bedroom. We really don't. And I don't care no. how straight you are. There's a lot of people who have just have weird ass kinks, um, and we don't need to know what those are either. I don't care who you're doing it with. I, but as kinks go, a tickle fetish is probably pretty. It's it's. I'm not saying it wouldn't be embarrassing. I think anyone's particular kink would be embarrassing. Um, but if it, if that was revealed, uh, but. There's worse, right? He's not like a furry. He's certainly not a child molester. Uh, he's not into diapers or some weird shit. You know, it's uh, it, it it could be worse. It could definitely be worse. Uh, 
So it's, it, it, I don't know if his life would be ruined, but he would certainly be, at the very least, embarrassed. But what she did was accidental. And the way these, but the way these things are, it's, it may have just been a momentary glitch in the system, just a couple of frames. But man, people just spot that shit. Uh, and you need one person to say, "Hey, what was that?" Rewind, pause, and capture it. And well, it's out there now. Yep. Right. Right. Correct. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and again, and even if she like retook the video down, reposted it, there's no guarantee the way the algorithms work that it would, you know, once something is popular, it gets shared. Yeah, it's right? out there. And yeah, it's out exactly. there, and and it's because it's it's people just start clicking on it. It gets moved up in a priority list on the algorithms. Uh, once she takes it down, it goes back to zero, and that may never happen again. Well, and except even if she took it down, now it's on that other person's post. Right. Uh, it, it's not necessarily able to be you know, taken down everywhere. So, yeah. yeah. Well, and, and also, um, you know, you know, like when people have their accounts suspended on Instagram or Twitter and they have like, you know, two to 700,000 or even a million followers and then they have to, uh, open up a new account, you know, they, they have to start all over again too. So that sucks. And then, then it, all the sponsors that they have don't want to, uh, go back with them yet because they're still down at 10,000 now instead of 1 million like they were and they have to wait and it takes a while it could take a year or never to get that many um, followers again too so it's the same principle with, with, with these videos um, you know if a video like on a YouTube if it's um, popular and is, has all the views. It's and it's monetized. And don't ask me how that works, but there's some sort of monetized thing on YouTube. And the person that created that video gets money when sponsors uh, those you know those ads that you have to watch for five seconds before you can press skip ads, unless they're those ten second ones where you can't skip. Each time you see those ads, the person that posted that video gets money. And and if you have a Two million people watching that video, you're going to get a lot of money. And if you take it down, and no one knows about it anymore, and you re, when you repost it, you're not going to get any money. So as shot, saying, a, the whole thing is just such a shot in the dark, right? Yeah, that exactly. It, it's that it's not that they won't the the once that video is down, it, it's when the video is getting hits, everything else she has is going to get raised up in profile. Yeah. Uh, it's going to get shared more if that video is down. She's back into obscurity. There's no getting it back. Um, and all of these things are such a crapshoot. Right? There's no predicting why did this one video catch on and not others. By the way, it may be that the whole reason this caught on is because somebody said, hey, do you believe this? She let the guy's face be there. Yeah, that's what my, that was my guess because what was so great about the video besides the four seconds of, oh, my God, she screwed up and that we can see who this guy is. Well, right. I mean, but that's the, the bizarreness of the Internet. Like, what was it about Charlie bit me that made it like one of the first Internet memes or Star Wars kid or, or, or the, the dancing baby or the dancing baby or the the uh, the, the gopher look, whatever that was. Um, it just, it's just sometimes just something random and stupid. And again, this is why she can't just look and go, oh, well, I'll just do that again. And nope. 
Nope, not going to happen. This is your one shot, and you got to grab onto it. She tried <laughs> to do the right thing, but she was trying to do the right thing in a way that wasn't going to hurt her. And that it's one thing to do the right thing when you're not affected. It's a wholly other different thing to, to do the right thing when you're going to lose out. And that's where that's the move she couldn't make. Right, right, right. And 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 that's that's the, the thing that I think pulls this movie back from um, not being a misogynistic uh, man. And in, in, in other words, in other words, he, all right, the, the film is directed by a woman and written by a woman, and the film has scenes that make a man look like he's really bad. But he says something in it. He goes, no, I'm not a misogynist. I just don't like you. And I thought that was obviously put in purposely by the screenwriter, who is the lead actress, by the way. I think so critics or people wouldn't say, oh, this is just another horror film, throw a film that is a misogynistic, you know, whatever, or, or a commentary to say men are misogynistic. In other words, I don't think if I was writing a story like this, I would probably put in a line like that, too, even if the guy was misogynistic, because people yeah. who are misogynistic generally don't know they're misogynistic. Right, right, right. But, but, but for it to point, be a misogynistic film in the whole, it would be she would be right. lot lot less she would have a lot less power. She is not powerless in this film. Right. And and he would be like the guy in that movie Flesh, where he specifically went after women to eat them, you know, and and you could argue that was I so I, I think this guy the character wasn't a misogynist based off of No no no. Oh well it's it's made very clear by the end yeah. of the film why yeah, that it this happens. Yeah. And it yeah. could have happened to somebody uh, who who is Again, I don't know if I would call it social media, because to me, social media is like Facebook, and I don't really consider things like YouTube or OnlyFans social media in the same way. Um, Maybe that's my – maybe I'm getting the characterization wrong, but it's not interactive in the same way. Well, influences then or something. Yeah. Well, people who are exploiting other people, right? And that's that's kind of what she's doing. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like she's just exploiting herself by – being an Instagram model where she just, you know, showing off everything in a bikini and stuff. She's doing it to other people because she's recording people without them knowing it. Um, and, and so, so, uh, so I think the film was written smartly because I think Danny, Danny Barker, the writer and lead actress knew that the film could have been criticized as a film that's saying, Bad men, bad men, bad men, bad, and that wasn't the point at all. Um, and and I think I think most of the reviews I, I I read, actually probably all the reviews I read, came to that conclusion. They they said at first I was thinking this that it could be men, bad men, bad men, but no, that's not what it was at all. I think everybody but was men horny, men horny. <laughs> well, well, yeah, and and actually the guy says that she has the line. Danny Barker wrote those lines in it too. He goes, hey, I'm a, yeah, of course I brought. A, a girl home to try to bed them because I mean I'm a guy, you know. Well, she's yeah. she's seen as horny in the movie too. Yeah, yeah, so exactly. Not, they're yeah. both they're both at that same level, which is nice too. It's not right making a commentary on that as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but I also am curious then, what is the writer and director's opinions on sex workers? Yeah, 
uh, uh, sex work in general? Question. Like, what, what do they yeah. think of an OnlyFans? And look, and I'm not here to solve this debate, and people can believe and think what they want. Um, but just well, would it I, give I th- me an idea. Is she? Is, she, think, is this? Is she going. more sympathetic to somebody in that position, or? not sympathetic to somebody in that position. Well, and here's the thing. I think this is a gray line of whether it is um, sex work or not. In the same way, right. Well, well, and and I don't even know if that's even their their point. Right. You know, they're they're questioning sex work. What they're questioning is when people exploit other people without their permission. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So I think that's it. Siri, stop Whoa. talking to me. Uh, <laughs> I thought there was a little bit about the system. That Sean, you're back. That up. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I had free. But it, well, um, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. But what, what is it? What, what were you going to say, Sean? So I was just going to say that like, it seems like it's a system, right? It's talking about how the system self, or is self-sustaining because it creates this atmosphere where people are willing to do shady things because yeah. that's the only way you're going to get the popularity. So you're that you're chasing that, right? Whereas if you yeah. didn't have a system based on that or algorithms or whatever based on that, then that behavior wouldn't be encouraged. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's all it's all questionable. I mean, you know, people say you know, sex work is is work too, or or social media influences. You know, what's what's the big deal? Because. Um, you know, not everybody can get into Hollywood. So why, if you can do it yourself, I mean, a lot of social media has worked out for some people like the guy that uh, directed the movie clown, you know, he, he got found, but, uh, and he, then he went on to do Spider-Man and him and, and the, the screenwriter, those two guys, they've gone on to do more things because they were noticed on YouTube or Justin Bieber was noticed on YouTube or the guy that directed the original evil dead, um, remake you know they found him on youtube so so sometimes it, it's it's legit you know you know people can play guitar or sing or do some talent and people notice them and they go oh these people are pretty good what's, what's some people that's 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 their thing right and yeah. i'm sure we all have people that they that we follow and it's just like yeah, how many absolutely. people do skits yeah. on on the internet right why did yeah. why does one person's skit just happen to catch fire yeah. Well, and well, and, and, and then, and then they become not just a, uh, then they're not, they're, they're a YouTube star, right? right to get right. that the uh, that this, this, the little platinum or silver award because they have a million followers or, or whatever it is. And yeah. it, it is a crapshoot. But anyway, so yeah. So, yeah, so she, look, this is yeah. why. But this is part of why I'm saying she's doing it. I think in part for the attention. It's but but those are the positive. Th- those are the positive things I was saying. You know, you know, like like Justin Bieber and and hey, the guy for the Evil yeah, Dead. They spun yeah. their career off into something different. Right, right. That's I my think point. She's resolved to the fact that she's probably not going anywhere, and so right. her best bet is to become the YouTube star, and in, not in, become in the R-rated or, or X-rated version of that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and that's the question, like you were saying, Sean. So, so, you, you know, I, I mean, not if Kevin Letts here, he would, he would help us a bit, but, but, you know, you get the seven deadly sins, which are pride and gluttony and all that other crap and, and all those and lust and so forth. And people make money now easily off of all those things. And people say, well, it's, you know, that's their business, not my business, but would they, I, I don't know. It's like, would people choose 
doing these things if there wasn't money and popularity in it, right? Uh, and probably not. So it, I think maybe that's what the writer and director are trying to say here, which is questioning the motives you have, of people. You have your choice, right? You you can you have an ability to choose for yourself how you make your money and how far you're willing to go. Right. And in this particular case, she made a choice that can be argued went too far. Could be argued she didn't. Could be argued that the guy got what he deserved because he lied what he was about what he wanted her for in the first place. Mm-hmm. Right. So it, it it it's something that cuts both ways. But you at least have an argument, and this is she's not completely pure in this. Right. Right. Yeah. All right. She. In the situation that happens, and let's get into it a bit. So, so she goes out to this middle of nowhere, whether it's Jersey, Pennsylvania, Connecticut, or upstate New York, or or, or West I think Chester she said she was going upstate. <clears throat> yeah. So let's say let's just say that it's uh, near Sleepy Hall, like Westchester, Rockland, yeah. something like that. Yeah. yeah. So, so she goes up there, and she meets this guy to where she's going to get a hundred bucks to help him write a screenplay. And he wants to bring her home to his house to pick up the screenplay and have her read it, which she said will take about 90 minutes. Which there is nothing at all suspicious about. Right, right, right. Yeah, so, so, you know, that's a little weird. But again, maybe she figured out that this was going to – if it was a, a girl that went there for legitimate reasons, meaning I'm I'm here to make the hundred bucks to actually write the screenplay. I think she would have said, I'm not doing this. I'm not going to this guy's house, but she went there maybe thinking it was going to be something else where he was also going to be a John. And that's why I think she had no issues and agreed to go back to his house because she's not a, a quote unquote regular girl or a woman who went there to actually write she she went for probably two reasons to get to write, but also maybe get something else out of it. So she goes back to his house, and it's like two another mile or two through this forest trail uh, that we mentioned where she meets him, and and he lives in this uh, refurbished barn that's now a house. Um, and it's actually pretty pretty nice. Like, yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's actually kind of like my brother's house in Tennessee, except uh, my brother's house in Tennessee has uh, bathrooms, not an outhouse. So, is that a bathroom too? <laughs> yeah, he, he made her he go just, to the outhouse. He was just, and then lying. he laughed when she came yeah. back. He flushed the toilet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so it's a pretty, it's a pretty nice house, even if it was an old barn originally, and um. But it eventually gets pretty uh, weird quick. So this is where I was going to go, is that the moment she gets there and he starts acting weird. She, well, he I starts felt, acting weird, I think, even before they go, honestly. Well, that's true, but but dangerous. Yeah. You get, I, I began to worry that this film was going to go into a, a torture and a torture pun. Uh, you know, some uh, where a woman's trapped and she's tortured. And that's where I think she was beginning to think, too, because at the 43-minute mark was when she, she crawls under the piano and, and into a ball, 
because it was after, you know, he shot the lights off. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, but then it changes back where she has the upper hand again because he keeps on pulling back as if, oh, I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. And he's not really a psycho, he's just being a flake. And, yeah. It establishes that aspect of his personality early. That yeah. he's playful. Right. Exactly. Uh, and, and he doesn't take anything seriously. He's do anything for a laugh. And right, that, right. And that, you know, we know these people. It's like, well, what do you get so upset about? I was just kidding. You know, where, where they're, that's a defense mechanism. And then there's people where that's really who they are. But it keeps us on edge about him. It keeps us off center. We don't really get a good idea as to what his game is. If it is indeed a game. Right. Exactly. So even if we kind of dislike her a little bit from earlier scenes in the film, where you know, with her father and with her, you know, thinking she's she's privileged to be able to live there. It's my right. I you can't sell the house, Dad, and all this. Well, and, she and, said you try. Yeah, she. Well, it's not right that she, you know, can't live there to follow her dream. And this is. Um, Right. It seems like she's been doing this for 10 years, too. She's right? a little like, spoiled, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah well, yeah. see, I don't know if anyone, how many of you have seen the show Rent? I have not. Nope. Okay. So the the one the central premise of the film is uh, these uh, young 20-somethings out of school resent the fact that they're all artists and they have to, they may have to work and to pay rent when they should be able to just follow their dreams rent-free. Yeah, and for those of us who have real you fucking keep, jobs, keep, yeah, you keep your day job. Uh, yeah, no, it's find that a little bit more uh, hard to swallow, I think. Um, because hey, you're not better than the rest of us. And great, you want to be an artist. Everybody has dreams too. That doesn't mean that you know the person who's yeah. Some people that are plumbers, that was their job. That was their dream. Some people who are English teachers, that was their dream. Most of them probably wanted to actually do writing for a living. Mike, the, you know, four they, of our, the four of us should not have to have day jobs. We should be able to do this podcast in, in the government right. or somebody pay us to do this. Hell yeah. But anyway, continue. <laughs> right, but, but that's, 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 how, that's how she sounds. That's what, exactly, yes, that's, that's how exactly she how she sounds. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's like, why should we, we, we should be subsidized. This is not fair. And so my point is that's I, I had a hard time getting on board with that show because I immediately lost my sympathy for the characters because they just sounded spoiled and immature. Um, okay. and, and, you know, I know some people love that. They go, I mean, oh, yeah, absolutely. The, the thing in this, though, she does recognize that she needs money because she's trying to make money. Um, she's just not doing a good job of it. <laughs> Well, and she, and she refuses to get a a day job. That's what her father says. Right. Just get yeah, a day exactly. job. I mean, yeah, you know, you know, just do the. And day it would job. be a little easier, I think. Um, I think it might be a little easier if we, if she had been to to understand the father's point of view, if the father, uh, if she was being successful and he was frowning on her line of work. Right, then that would be one thing. Yeah, but that's yep. not what it is. This is you are not. We don't even know if he knows what she's doing. Right? Do we? Right. We just yeah. know that she's not being successful at what she is supposed to be doing. Right. Right. 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's not p- passing any judgment on her except for the fact that what, 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 why aren't you working and you're asking me to give you everything for free, but you're not trying to work. I mean, your brother's working. What, what, well, makes, can, what, what, what makes you better than your brother? That makes yeah, but see, she sees it as she's working. She's making money doing this. It's just not enough, and that's the problem: is that she doesn't realize that she's costing other people money to live her life. Right, but the father looks at it as, let's see, you don't have a job because you're not telling me what you're doing. You, you're not you're, you're not working right now. You don't have you know insurance and and a car or anything. So it's like, what do you do? I mean. Your brother, I know what he does. I know he's making money. I know he's not lazy. So what what are you doing? What makes you have to have my money to put you in a house and put, and do this for you while your brother, I don't have to do that because what makes him less than you? Why should you get these things and he not? You know, I, I just don't. You, you see what I'm saying? In other words. Oh, yeah. No, there's there, now, there's also some I'm sure backstory to this that maybe would shed it in a different light. And, you know, it's it's also kind of shitty to say, hey, well, your brother can do this. Why can't you? We're all different people. We're all right, different exactly, skills. We're all exactly. different talents. Right, right. But, but it doesn't seem like it was because she was dumb or. No, it's she, because she's it's what she's she, chosen. Right. It was what she's chosen. Exactly. It, 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 it wasn't misfortune and it wasn't because she's dumb and it wasn't because of her class oh, she obviously has all the advantages and right. when and, 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 and i think the way the she chose the way the father's thinking about it is you've obviously failed <laughs> you are not able to support yourself you're relying on us well and 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 he he was good to her because he let her go for her dreams but he probably said, I assume after a few years, if it didn't work out, you would you would do something. Well, else. this but is he, where it gets but complicated. She won't. she won't. Maybe the mother would have supported her. And, she, you know, we, we don't know enough about what, you know, no, but, 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 family but, life but, was like before the stepmom. But, but, but the father was supporting her. The father had he, gave he her was, this. He was, but, but now but he's got this pro- new woman, and now he's not. No, but, but also it's just common sense. It's like... How long have I been supporting you? Your dreams didn't work out, so can't you get a, a, a day job now? I'm right. looking now, at it from her perspective, not his perspective. But her perspective is wrong because common sense would make her say, you know what? I tried. My father did all this for me. While I tried, it didn't work for me. So I'm going to do this now. So her perspective is wrong because that's her her perspective is me, 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 me. Right. Well, this is, you know, if, um, I'll put it something I, I would identify with a little bit more is, you know, if I look at as, as a, you know, you're a baseball fan. We look at how you get these guys who are triple A and they're double A and they're 29, 30 years right. old and they've right. never they're they're not a top prospect. They're not going anywhere. Right. It's, Even they if get, they hit, hit twenty nine homers in the minors that year, we know they're they're not prospects. That's not. It's a different thing. Yeah. And at some point, age. they they just have to recognize that they all get into this with the dream of playing in the major leagues. And at some point, you just gotta go get a real job because you can't. You you just can't keep doing that. Um, now there's real jobs you can get in the industry, in the profession, and maybe yep. she's not going to be an actress, but there's all sorts of things you can do in Hollywood, uh, that does not involve being in front of the camera. Yeah. Uh, I mean, she, she, 
she, and, she 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 knows how to dress. She knows how to do makeup. She knows how to do a lot of stuff. She she could most certainly get a different job uh, behind the scenes in a, in a movie production or a play or something too. Yeah. And even the thing that she's doing, she isn't being successful. Yep, that's true. So I'm not even judging her for for doing the OnlyFans <laughs> thing. Hey, you know right, what? Some, yeah, people wanted, <laughs> some people need a hand using a hand, and that's 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 fine if that's what you want to do. Um, but at the same time, you're not making money at that either. That's the big problem here, right? I mean, she's. She's not making money at the thing that she's doing because she can't make money doing the thing she wants to do. <laughs> and that's why this is such a temptation for her, because it's actually writing to make a movie. And they use that Maybe. against her to get her to go. Right. Right. Yeah, that attracts her to the job. Yep. So, and in case you think I'm being overly judgmental, hey, <laughs> We all have to have a wake-up call at some time. Um, I'm not saying I'm not empathetic towards the character. I'm not saying I don't understand why she did what she did out of a moment of weakness. I'm just saying that uh, it, it was a, it was not the right thing to do. Well, and we've all been that age and made those decisions that oh yeah are not necessarily good for other people, but are good for us. <laughs> so, you know, like I can't judge based on that. Yeah. So. Right, right. I, I think I think her problem is, like I said, um, she had full support from her father because, again, he, he was paying for everything for her. And she tried. In other words, she had all opportunities to become successful if she had the luck or the the the, the skill to to become that actress that she wanted again we we know that you know the chance to become famous in writing acting music music art you know it's it's very very difficult and but she had the option unlike the rest of us to be able to do that you know there's right. some people like m like chalaman had the option to because he came from a wealthy family he it, he did what he did and with a little luck and also his skill he was able to become huge. Not everybody that that can do that, especially if you don't have come from a wealthy family like M. Night Shyamalan. She came from a wealthy family, and yet she just didn't. It didn't work for her. And at that one point, some point, she has to understand that, but she refuses to. So, she's a flawed character for sure. Um, yeah, I think we've killed this issue. Yeah, yeah, we pretty much have. So, all right, so where do we want to go now, then? I want to go to the script that he writes, because I think that's where it really gets ominous. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah let's do it. Because he makes it seem like, so she goes out to the um to go to the bathroom, because he supposedly only has an outhouse, because yeah. they're in a barn. Um, And when she comes back, he hands her a script, a really short one, and... At this point, you're thinking that he had already written it because that's what the what we were under the impression of. Um, yep. But he just wrote it while she was <laughs> in the shitter. And it's a three-page thing that describes everything that has happened up till this point and talks about it in a very ominous tone, like one of them's a killer. 
And it's really well done. I really like that part. Yeah, and he's asking her to basically continue to write the, uh, the story by acting it out. Yeah. Improv it. Um, <laughs> that's the fun part. Yeah, now we do find out the way things play out. He may not have written it then. Uh, right. Together, the, the twist. Go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but we'll, yeah. We'll hold off on that. Um, well, I think he we'll would have had part. to write that part then because it described it too accurately. No, 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 uh, no, no. There's, there's another out to that. Yeah, there okay. is. That you'll have, you'll have to explain that it. to me. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, we do have the spoiler up, but yeah, we don't have to jump to that right away if, if you don't want to, Mike. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Um, yeah, I, I think there's. Yeah, we, we we could spoil. So that's part of the mystery, right? So. What what exactly is going on here? What is his goal? What is his motive? Uh, why is he doing this? Why her? Uh, and how is it getting so specific? Is he trying to get her into involved in something? Um, you know, she suggests. Well, what if she's really the killer? Because everybody expects the man to be the killer. Of course, it's exactly what the the audience is expecting here. So, yeah. Um, so then you get that question, okay, is she going to end up being, like, is this going to be one of these things where she's so paranoid, her fear that, that somebody's going to be coming after her because of the thing that she did, uh, is she going to end up crossing the line and she, is she going to end up blowing a good opportunity for herself out of her own paranoia? Right, right. Well, and then we and have this and, little. Oh, go ahead. Continue. Right, and so that that maintaining that suspense is is I think a big part of the film. Yeah, I would agree. And the rest from that point on, it's definitely even more cat and mouse, and each of them, uh, you know, doing a give and take. At one point, you know, each of them is on top, so to speak. Um, and it's just, it's an interesting interplay between the two of them. Yeah, yeah. And it was it was strange, too, because she, the film was going, making it look like, okay, my God, she's going to be uh, locked in and horrible things are going to happen to her. And then he keeps on pulling back saying, oh, no, you know, you know, like, you can tell that he's harmless or, or after all, and then she suddenly gains her confidence, and then she starts being um, the quote unquote the aggressor. And the thing is, is that to him, he doesn't have to worry about stuff because, again, there, there's the, the, there's things going on that make him safe from her. If things go bad, and we, you know we can get into that shortly too, um, but for her to, I, I don't know. I, I just thought it was interesting how she, like I said earlier, if, if it was a regular woman that wasn't the type of stuff that she did with the OnlyFans or whatever, she 
would not have randomly. I mean, but nowadays, what I'm trying to say is, would she have sex with this guy after less than two hours meeting him? And yeah. it looked like she was gonna. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah. So that which kind of surprises me. I, 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 I was a little different when I was younger. Um, I, I wasn't. I wasn't. Yeah. I, <laughs> oh, yeah. I, 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 I mean, I, I was interested in, in it like anybody else, but I. I uh, um, well, look, he's a was, young guy. He's a good-looking guy. Yeah. He's smart. He's funny. He's physically fit. Uh, so it makes some sense that there's some spark there, right? And yeah, I don't think there's if, anything. And, I don't think there's any judgment in that, right? And if and if she's more of a uh, free-willed person versus someone that is prefers to look at that as in a more relationship setting, then it makes sense that yeah she she could do it within two hours after meeting the guy and based off of the type of work she does it makes me see her as a free will type libertine type that she would have no problems doing that and uh right, i think if, if, if she was someone else who was involved in a different business yeah uh, well i mean one thing she probably never would have accepted the ad right um but she understood this was a thing going. But most women, I think, would have walked away pretty early yeah. on in this. Yeah. Um, but this is certainly a thing she's going into voluntarily at this point. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Sean, you haven't said much recently. What, what's going on? What do you got? No, I was just going to say that there's also the aspect of when you're the person saying this isn't going to happen to me. This happens to everyone else or other people. But if you're in that kind of situation, so you're always kind of talking yourself out of making, as you say, common sense decisions, because we see that we've seen that in lots of stories and it happens in real life, right, where people are in weird or bad situations and they make absolutely ridiculous or, you know, decisions or choices. So it just kind of felt like there's the aspect of that was playing with her her um choices and i think that the situation with her being whatever her you know kink work is the kink work is about serving other people right this situation with this guy was just about her which makes it different right well you know what i know some people who are sex workers who will say it's about servicing other people and for some people it's it's about the attention and the money. I don't get the sense that she's doing this out of a noble, nobler. No, but I mean, the thing is she provides the service of attention to these other people. She gets paid for it. Right. So there's, it's, it's a give and take relationship, but the difference is in that situation, it isn't about her, right? She's servicing these other people's specific kinks or needs or whatever in the situation with, um, Tom, this is just like gratifying for herself. And that's why I wasn't shocked with, you know, the ups and downs and the crazy chemistry between them that then they were both, you know, within a couple of hours having sexy time. Right. If she was a prude, she wouldn't be doing what she's doing. Yeah, yeah exactly. And I, think, I think it's again, it's about her agency in the situation. 
Because all along, as you said, Phil, she could have made a just different decision to leave. But her agency has kept her there. And for better or for worse, right? And his hotness. And his hotness. (laughs) (laughs) But one of the things we we can get into is the crazy farmhouse and all the setup it has. Yeah, that thing is just awesome. (laughs) Yeah, it can turn off all the lights with one button. Yeah, you know what that reminded me of? It was like, like, um, it it didn't disturb me as much because we had just seen Scream Six. I mean, Scream Five, um, a couple of weeks ago to do an episode, and the girl in the beginning of Scream Five had all that type of stuff too in her house where she could lock doors by pressing buttons. And, I can do that. You know, yeah, yeah, so every, you, that, yeah, that's all very available down in down in your local Lowe's or Home Depot. Yep. yep. Yeah. So, so it's a setup for how the doors locked and secured, and the fact of how the windows were the way they were secured and stuff. Like this, that's where you start to get the really bad vibe, right? Or at least I did. So, well, well, yeah, right. But but then when they pull back, it makes they they always have an answer for everything. Yeah. He goes. He goes. Well, it's a barn, and and common sense is, you know, you don't those type of doors and windows. You know, you could just smash them, and people could walk into your house. So you, you think, yeah, maybe it's a good sense. But then again, you you see a lot of houses that have, you know, uh, floor to ceiling windows anyway, and, and you know, more, you know, fancier houses. So why would he have them covered? You know, but so so it leaves you open, guessing. It's like, yeah, it makes sense, but it doesn't make sense. And yeah. then he lets her go. A couple of times, you know. Yeah, he, I mean, she walked. He gave her. She he let her go outside to use the outhouse. She could have left then. He let her go, um, uh, and then he even said, I- "I'll walk slowly." You know, that was a great line. He, he goes, "Oh, oh I, te- yeah, I, te- I love that." I texted, I texted this to you, Barrett. Uh, let me see if I can. Yeah, because yeah, I have it written right here in front of me. If I open up, um, I'll do the slow walk after you leave. You know, in other words, being Michael Myers. And he um, literally does too. That's yeah, the best yeah, part. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And and all she had to do was follow, like she said, she could have followed the breadcrumbs back to the 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 um, entrance to the forest, and then she'd be at the road. But he even said, if you didn't follow those breadcrumbs and you just went a different direction, I would have just let you go anyway. And then the thing is, is that for some reason she stops. Because she gets a phone call and she decides to open the phone call and she's being recorded by a third person that isn't isn't the you know the uh, what's his name uh, Tom Brady because that's the character's name the the guy that she's visiting and and so it, it I don't know it's just, it's just so many opportunities that she seems like she's threatened but this is then she lets him. Let's him. Oh, let me rephrase that. She is able to tie him up in one of her tickle sex acts, meaning he can't get away. So, so there's so many things that made it like: is is he really a bad guy? Or well, then talk just, about how the, he blocked the signal too, right? So, because yeah, for the longest yeah. time, yeah. the signal was up. She wasn't getting any phone calls, messages, or anything. And when she finally turns the signal off, yeah, yeah. then her phone blows up with yeah. all these messages and calls, right? Yes. Yeah. And then that's when she tries to call her dad, 
yep. to say what's happening, and then he turns the the blocking thing back the, on, blocking thing on. Yeah. 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 Right. 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 Yeah. So at that point, there's more to the gig. And so this is, and I wonder if this is what you were talking about earlier, Barrett. But there's a sequence when they're doing the uh, kinky bed stuff where she reaches under the bed and she's trying to reach for something. And then there's the other hand that nudges what she was looking for to her. And that's where I'm like, okay, so then what? Does he have like a twin (laughs) or something that's helping him? And I thought that was like, it was done in a good enough way to keep the mystery going of like, okay. Well, and it had to be that guy that was up there that you barely see. That's what I had to rewind for because you see a little head. It's peeking out way in the background, and it's so hard to catch if you're not paying attention. Where, back, up in the bedroom area? Yeah, like when they're at the front door, there's a view of a guy that's head pops up in the background when they're talking at the door at one point before she uh, knows. I, I think it's even before she's got the script. I can't remember. Yeah, see, I, th- this is I, I missed that, and I, I did see the shoe move, but I thought it was the guy tom on the bed and he somehow pushed it under and it's like it, no i think make... the other guy had to be hiding under the bed yeah, that, the guy that, that, that was there that's <laughs> exactly right and i didn't it, but it didn't finally occur to me until i saw the the quote-unquote the gray guy in the background that was dressed all in black and he moved when she uh is down in the on the first floor again right Did you notice that did yeah. you see that that one too, yeah. So that's yeah. when I was like, okay, there's more, and that's when I text you, Barrett. I go, oh my god, there's there's more, there's another person in the house. <laughs> but you, but he, you, you already got that hint earlier in the film, and I didn't even notice that. It's really hard to notice unless you're paying attention. It's like right. I right. saw it almost subliminally, and I was like, I got to rewind that. What the hell was that? Because it's right. in and, the upper right corner of the screen. Right, and 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 if this was, if it didn't turn out to be what happened. You could actually say, "Oh, that must have been a screw up." By the, yeah, you know, so, so yeah, the grip, exactly. The grip, yep. the grip got caught in the in the picture, but <laughs> it's the Game was, of Thrones mix up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was the Starbucks cup, but you know, in front of Sansa. But uh, yeah, that that's exactly right. So, so I should have caught it. It should have occurred to me when the shoe got moved. But for me, I tried to explain that away by saying, "Oh, it had to have been the guy that did it." That was on the bed, Tom. Yeah, and I think that's what they wanted you to do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, no, it this didn't... is this is. By the way, Barrett, a, a point about the writing is he may not have written the writing. It may have been one of the helping hands that did the writing. That's right, true. That's I, you you that's, could be right. Yeah, yeah. That's, because that's that would have been because he would have had to write it really fast to get really really fast. Yeah, yeah, as opposed yeah, to yes. someone who's just watching it and transcribing it. Yeah, right. that, that that's what I thought you were referring to. Yeah, uh, because again. There's not just one other person in the house. There's a whole crew, we find yeah. out, you know, later. <laughs> so, um, and so that that's the big twist. Uh, so uh, we, we, we can talk about that now. So what, what's going on here? What What is happening to her? It's the game. Yeah, basically the game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So who wants to explain it? Sean, you explain it. No, let's I'll give it to Mike. Mike was had it uh, first. Sure, so it's, him... it's a group of people who have taken it upon themselves to go after people 
on the internet who who make a living exploiting others. Right. And the fact that she now it I am not sure because you could argue she's been doing this all along. I'm not sure whether the uh the guy, the the tickle guy was the final straw and that's why they went after her or if that was a setup to test her from see what she would do that's what i kind of thought what she would do and then she'd give her the chance right i think it was his job to recruit the next person or something right which so by uh, and and so basically they're there to to kind of you they they delete her they in the little game she has with him he ends up deleting all of her videos terrifying her and um kind of punishing her and teaching her a lesson and the idea is that these are the little self-appointed robin hoods or vigilantes or whatever you want to call them inflicting their own sense of uh social justice for lack of a better term on people like her but of course they're being just as exploitative because they're streaming this for people to watch too Right, but that may be intentional because if people see it, they may say, "Well, maybe I should go ahead and, and do this either." Oh, yeah, maybe, but it's 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 still kind of that you know rationalizing. Yeah, sure. Yeah, exploiting people, and you know, like I said, it's you could argue how much does she deserve? What she she does? I do like the fact that they do have her go to the police, but what happens? Like, right. He, she doesn't. They didn't really do anything except make her delete videos. Right. And. Or, or they didn't make her delete videos. They deleted her videos. And, oh well, she deleted some of them with with with. Right, right. And, right. And they and deleted it, them together. Yeah, right. Um, but it, and it's, and the the detective goes, yeah, but those videos are the same videos that you recorded illegally. Yeah, with well, people yeah. knowing. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Oh, it, it was great scene. That that was one of the best scenes. That detective woman, the woman that played it, was great because all the things is point like so they never they didn't hurt you. Well, they pulled out my hair, but you mean it they wasn't even your hair? It was yeah, your extension. Yeah, you mean <laughs> they, pull, they took out your ex- hair extension? She goes, yeah, okay. Uh, so, th- but besides taking out your hair extensions, did they do any physical harm? Uh, no, no, but but they they did mental harm, they, they they psychological terror or something like that. She says, and and then she goes like you did to them when you did this or something. And it was like, yeah, yeah. And, and and then the father was like, call. yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, and again, that's why I kind of compared to the game which we reviewed on the uh, uh, Cinema podcast. Yeah. Uh, that this could just as easily be a wake up call. I'm I'm very fond of telling my students from time to time that we were all liars and the person we lie to the most is ourselves. Right. And she is probably someone who has spent a considerable amount of time lying to herself about the lack of harm she's doing and how it's okay that she does the things that she does. And I'm sure there's people who will listen to this will say, oh, fuck them. You know, they, they, they got it coming. And all right, that's fine if that's how you feel about it. But that's clearly not the point of view of the antagonist of this film. Right. Um, and that's what they're trying to get her to see and get her to think about, well, how is she treating these people and how is she doing the things she's doing? 
And again, they're not really shaming her for being a sex worker. They're shaming her for exploiting other people in her sex work. Yeah. Um, right, 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 right. Really right. important distinction. Right. If, if she was just doing her OnlyFans where people would pay money to see her do whatever with people that wanted to do it with her, I don't think they would be targeting her. It's yeah, because some guy's saying, I'll pay, I'll pay you $10,000 to watch you cut your toenails. Right. Or, or some the, weird pink that somebody has. Right. The problem is, is she decided to uh, film people without their Consent. their permission. Exactly. Yeah. And make money off of it because she and, but uh, I, I mean, she went she didn't cover her face. But but, but even worse than that, she she's covering faces and then she fucked up once and didn't yeah. fix it because it was too complicated. And that's right. where well, she because went it over there. Not because it was too complicated, it's because she would have lost money. Well, yeah. that too. It would have taken too, more longer than she wanted to deal with it, and she would have lost money. Right. And when they turn the tables on her and then have the – where she starts to realize the cameras are all over her her place, and she's feeling violated and, and pissed yeah. off, <laughs> which is just ironic, right? Because you had no problem doing it to other people, but when it's right. you, it's different. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and then at yeah. first I thought the cat was in on the plan, but the cat wasn't, sadly. I was expecting the cat to have a camera on his collar. I did, too. I was I was hoping for that. That would have been just awesome. Because they do keep focusing on the cat watching that, watching her. They and then do. later, there is a camera angle of her being looked down on. It's just, it doesn't quite match the cat. Right, yeah. right, and 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 the, and the camera would be a shaky cam if it was on the cat. And this was a, this was a steady cam. Um... But but either way, uh, she feels obviously uh, uncomfortable, and and what is she? And you know, she could go to the cops again, but the cops. Uh, but then you know she, she's worried about her own own uh, viability in being, I guess, killed or hurt or something. But also, she did the exact same thing. And they're just going to go, so you're trying to say that people are watching you and recording you when you did these same things to somebody else. And, and technically, that may be true, but technically, you know, she can say, yeah, but that, that's not the point. It's happening to me right now. You should be looking into this. But, you know, how cops are, or at least that's how they're portraying them here. And, well, it's going to be really hard for her because, she, well, you know, what are they going to be able to say? What was the harm? Yep. Pull out my extensions. Yeah. Uh, you know, what did she, and when you look at what she did, she went there voluntarily. She participated voluntarily in everything that happened, and yeah. could have left um, a couple times. She could have left yeah. on multiple occasions. She tied him up first. Yep. Yeah. And she stabbed so, him with it, the thing too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, and he never. Yeah. Oh, and they even showed a, a video online. Of her about to hit him over the head with a golf club or whatever the hell it was. Yeah. Right. And and then they cut. Taunting her. Yeah, yeah. And they cut, cut before you could see. So you're left wondering, oh my god, did did she kill him or not? You know. So so she was to a point where she had no issues. She was actually thinking about possibly murdering the guy, and you know, I mean, maybe you could argue. Was it legit to do so because of the situation she was in? But again, they hadn't done any real harm to her at he, all. He did psychologically mess with her pretty badly, right. especially the script itself, I think, would have been due cause for uh, 
enough fear to maybe kill him. <laughs> I got to yeah, say, yeah, yeah that's if true. I, if I was sitting on a jury, if I was not watching this, and I was trying to get her to tell the story, and then she gets cross-examined, uh, it's really going to be hard. Where I can say, no, no, I can understand that being threatened for your life. I don't know if I would be able to to, to take that leap. Um, right. So I mean, like I, you know, it's there. There are certain cases where, yeah, people have been killed supposedly in self defense, but usually there's some corroborating evidence, right? There's something else going on. They could say, okay, well, this person did have bruises, or, you know, the, what what's her argument is that uh, she she lost her hair extensions. It's like, is that worth murdering somebody over? Yeah, I think the script is the only thing that would really hold up, and I don't know that it would hold up enough because right, it, right. Well, it's, because it's, ty- it's typed out, and, and also also the script they could just say is it's my script. I I, I mean, what, 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 and they're gonna say yeah, but but th- this is all about you and her. He goes, no, it isn't. And you go, but she went to the outhouse. And you, well, she. Well, we're assuming he's she, dead. At, we're assuming he's dead at this point. Oh, he's right, not able right, to refute right. Anything. Right, right, right. Yeah, so, so you, you could argue, like, well, okay, why did you go to the outhouse when there was a bathroom in the house? He told me to use the outhouse. Uh, okay. And and why – why um, he didn't kill you, did he? No. But it says it here. But he didn't kill you. Okay. So, you know what I'm saying? So so because it's it says well, – and it also leaves it open as she could be the killer in the script too. So yeah, right. <laughs> the other thing too is that you can't like even if she tried to say that there was a kidnap because she was held against her will, the the police would just say, "Well, you went there by choice. You had chances to leave and didn't." Right. right? So well, he does drag her back at one point, right? I mean, there is this yeah. case for kidnapping once he drags her back there. <laughs> that's when true, he does when he does the slow walk. That's true. That's true. Yeah. That that would be the the one point where they could say she's being kept against her will. Yeah. And she is tied down in on video at one point. That's right. That's true. Yep. But um they, you know, they they could just keep on saying, Oh, this is just one of her kink videos. Yeah, that's the thing, right? But like all the others, she has like twenty Right. They're all fake, right? This yeah. one was fake too, and everybody thought it was fake at first. And I don't know that they changed their minds. <laughs> right. Well, well, that that was the one thing that I thought was weird about this this movie was is like the, all these people watching the video. It's like like Mike said, this is uh, a very small audience that would watch this type of video. It wouldn't be just like turning on YouTube and watching a video. And even oh, with YouTube, I think you'd be surprised how big an audience there is for crap like that. Well, <laughs> yeah. well, I, I'm sure there is, but. The, it, it was being watched at the dinner table with, with by a guy and a girl, woman. You know, and it wasn't it wasn't yep. like some guy in his basement watching it and jerking off to it. So it was just. But either way, my point is is I think they purposely showed these people watching it. You know, third party people watching it because they were the ones that were going to say the same things that a jury would say, which is, oh, this is fake. This is just one another one of her kink videos. Yeah, I mean, even her friend thought that. Right, right, yeah, exactly. Her friend <laughs> thought that exactly. <laughs> Yeah, so so that was pretty awesome. Um, and uh, and then we have the scene at, at 
the police. Oh yeah. So what happens is, is then they shut off the video and they go, all right, excellent. Well done. Never, you know, and then all these people come out and, and you find out that set. it was just, <laughs> yeah, right, right. So the whole thing was just a scam to, to make quote unquote, their movie with her as the star. And she goes outside, they'd let her go. And then the guy that she screwed up with the four seconds is there and he takes off his hood and he goes, you should run. Um, yeah. And again, he just said that to scare her because they weren't really going to do anything to her. And um, she runs because she's, oh, my God. And then uh, it's four weeks later, I think, or four months later or something like that. And she's already at the cops. And then we get the whole scene where they're watching her at her apartment. Oh, the best was uh, earlier in the movie, Tom goes, oh, and, and you know what? We could make the – no one dies. And you escape, and then at the end of the movie, you'll look. You look out the window, and I'm standing there looking up at you, <laughs> you know, from from the sidewalk. And sure enough, she opens the window, and there's like these three people looking up at her. It was awesome. I thought that was great. Uh, and then she looks out again, and they just walk away as if there was they weren't even looking at her. It was kind of funny. His yeah. maniacal um, laugh good. within that new mask that you get to see yes. was awesome too. Yeah, yeah. Um, so where are we now? Do we want to talk about that that last ending scene uh, with the the box and all? Well, we're right at the point, right? Yeah. So let's do it. All right, go ahead, Tom. I mean, uh, Tom. I mean, Sean. Tom. <laughs> hey, Tom. <laughs> so basically, it comes to the point where she's given a choice to join them and go after other people or not. And my assumption, based on her response and her look was she joined them. It's not just other people. It's her, it's best, her friend. Her friend. It's, Maybe yeah. not her best friend, but her friend. Yeah. But yeah. all of these people, right, that are actually involved in this big network. So right. she right. becomes and, another cog in the machine. Right. She either joins them or she's going to join them one way or another. She's either going to become a hunter or she's going to be one, remain one of the hunted. Right. And right. They're, yeah, they're just going to harass her continuously. Yeah. Right. Now, we don't actually know for sure uh this is all part of the ambiguity here yeah like will they actually threaten her will they do legitimate harm to her or are they just going to be a nuisance with her for the rest of her life and right. never let her continue to to go back to doing what she was doing but but then the will turn but she very well might be right because that's the thing is like there's a clearly an implied threat we just don't know how serious the implied threat is right um even even if they aren't gonna harm her, she knows they're they're gonna be always watching her and bothering yeah. her. And that's a pain. So in she's ass. always gonna be looking and over so, her shoulder, right? Right. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. And it cuts to black. This is a lady and the tiger scenario, right? The yeah. Well, yeah. They're not teaching this in English anymore. Uh, was smile. What what is the lady and the tiger? I don't get it. So the lady and the tiger was a a short story. In which someone was um, like kidnapped. I don't remember what it was. They had a choice. They were put into a room where they had on the one there were two doors, and on one door was uh, behind one door was the love of his life, and behind the other door was a hungry tiger. And the story ends with his hand on a door. You never find out what he chose. Okay. And that's what happens here, right? She. Puts her hand but, on the uh, on the she but, she. But, we, but we the lady and the 
But the lady in the tiger, he doesn't know what his choice is going to be if he opens the door, no, right? But the point being that the audience never finds out. Yeah, okay. And well, the audience and... never finds out. Here, we hear a click. We know she made a choice. Yeah. Yep. Knowing the character, I think it's pretty obvious because I think it's. I, I agree, it's pretty obvious. She smiles and she's getting exactly what she was looking for at the beginning of the movie. Yep. Right. Well, but, I agree, but, but now the question yeah. is: but if I was doing a sequel yep. to this, yep. I could start with a blank canvas. I could start with saying she did or she didn't, and right. then and then justify it from there. Yep. yep. Because uh, I could say, you know what? She learned her lesson, and she's not going to try to explain people anymore. Or, and by the way, that could also be at this point: is this a further test? Right, right. Yeah. Maybe she, yeah. maybe she does pick join them, and that that ends up being a test that she fails. You know, there's there's any number of ways you could go with this yep. if you really wanted to, because this is the sort of thing. Since it's all crafted, um. And there are so many kind of, you know, d- uh, double backs and things not being what they appear to be. You could really justify any direction you wanted to with this. Um, and I think not in a way that makes it shitty storytelling. I think it's effective. No. I'm just saying you can justify it regardless. Right. Um, it would be a little bit of a stretch on some of that. But not a significant stretch. I, I think it's clear like that she most likely would press the button that says fuck my friend. Yeah, yeah, because it gets yeah. her out of being bothered anymore. Yeah. And she becomes uh oddly an influencer in a sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um but yeah, yeah, that, that was they were being sneaky by not showing us uh, what happens. It's similar to what what happens in um, uh, the Ozark, the, the last scene of Ozark, where they go to black and then you hear a gunshot or or Sopranos. Sopranos, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, but here, I think you, you, it's kind of obvious what's gonna what's gonna go on because based off of her personality, I think she's gonna press. Uh, join. But the fun part is it it still leaves it up to the viewer to decide, right? Which is yep. which is I like that aspect of any story that gives you that opportunity. Like you can have everything told, but then it loses that magic, right? Yeah, yep. exactly. Yeah. Whereas this keeps that magic there as to what happened, and we can have a discussion because we can all see it from a different point or whatever, and then discuss why we think she did this or did that, and da 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 da. So. I think they did a really good job, and for a movie I didn't know anything about uh, and didn't know what it was, <laughs> it actually came out pretty good. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so it, it was it was pretty 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 uh, interesting ending. Um, I, I think it could have been if they didn't go that route and they they went the oh my god she's locked in and this guy's an evil bastard and, and he's gonna she has to figure a way to get out. That would have been a, a pretty good movie too but we've seen enough of those so this yeah. this, this kind of makes it uh and, and, it, and then it made it more just psychological rather than yeah disturbing in the other way that that you know the misogynistic way that it could have gone well, um, the fact that they keep you the... guessing until the very end 
Yeah, that's another good there point. There is never a yeah. final, final reveal. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The game gave us a final reveal, right? Yes. Um, the, the Michael yeah. Douglas movie. So, yeah. uh, so you do find out exactly what's happening and whether it was just a game or whether his life is really in jeopardy by the yeah. way the film ends. This also reminds me of the Belko experiment, experiment where they're they're on camera and they're all forced to kill each other. And then you find out that when he wins, there's just a bunch more cameras of everybody that's in each of these experiments. So it's it's kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah. And yet, and yet, it still does its own thing. This one, right? Yep. Yep. No, it's swirling only within an existing subgenre. Yep, that's true. But it's fresh enough uh, that that it's it's. But it does it its own yeah. its own way. Yes. Yeah. And it does it does it well. It doesn't yeah. feel derivative. Yeah. I'll do it right. For right. Her. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And even though the character, the character has done some things that are ethically, ethically questionable. Yeah. I didn't feel, I wasn't lacking in, in empathy for. Right. Um, I know Phil, you're, you're a little bit more particular about things like that. Um, so I don't know if you were like, no, fuck her. She got what she deserved. Uh, no, no. I, I, I obviously didn't like what she did in the in the first half of the film, and I thought she was a spoiled brat and whatnot. But that's the tor- psychological torture that she had, even though it turned out to be not what I was. I thought where they were going. I, I was feeling really bad for her. So I was actually on her side most of the film. Um, it was only after she got out and they let her go, then I was like, okay, I'm I'm, I'm on board. This is fine. Does that make sense, Mike? Yeah, I, I just... There's always the, the, the punishment. Does the punishment fit the crime? Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, I, and I don't know right. that and, it did. And 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 who has the right to de- determine what the punishment is? Exactly. Yep. Right. Um, now the guy that had the four seconds for him, maybe the punishment is legit because th- there's a scene in the film too, which was interesting. Which is, did what? What we'll just say his name, Sam, because I forget what his name was. Sam, the guy that had the four seconds, Paul uh, Tom asked her. Do you think he hired me to kill you? Do you think he suicided? And I'm, I'm, I was his friend trying to get some, I guess, revenge, v- revenge or vengeance for him. Or do you think it was both? You know, and and it's a it's a good point because you know this guy if because some of her her uh, chat box people were saying this guy's is going to. His whole life is destroyed. Now, Mike, you had a good point, which is it may not be, but you know, like that Jeffrey Tubin guy on CNN, his his, I mean, he was a scumbag anyway because he's had children on a wedlock, or whatever. And not not that that's anything wrong, but there's room, you know, there's some stuff that are well known even before the incident on CNN and the New Yorker happened that he was a bad guy. But he 
jerked off on a on a Skype call or a Zoom call, <laughs> and and his career basically was destroyed because of that. Right. And right. and so it's this guy four seconds. Who knows? Maybe he was a medical doctor, or he was a CEO, or or so. Boom. His his life got the, is could be destroyed and and it, something like that. If his he loses his marriage, he loses his job, he loses all his friends. It, there's a chance that someone could fall to a point where they blow their own brains out or jump off a building. But now, also, that, I mean, let's realistically. Yeah. There is. I my understanding is there's something like hundreds of porn videos out there. Um, millions. What are the uh, what are the odds that a person who knows this guy happens to watch that one? Well, he, he, that's true. He, I mean, he depends on how fingers. viral it went, right? Yeah, that's the yep. thing. Yeah, and wow. and if he knows it's out there, he has to keep his fingers crossed. Like there was a, well, it was just recently there was a couple, a, a boy that just suicided like three weeks ago because he was blackmailed. He sent a picture to a girl on the internet of him naked and a picture of him being naked may not be that big a deal. I mean, it happens. There's nip slips for Christ's sakes. Um, but it was a, it wasn't a girl. It was a, it was a catfish and the guy, they said, you have to give me, you know, $10,000 or I'm going to post it. And the thing is, is a, a 18 year old kid isn't going to have 10 or 17 year old kid isn't going to have $10,000. And even if he does, he gives the $10,000, he has no more money. And they say, all right, we now need another $10,000. So he's, he, he freaked out and he suicided. So, but, who, but he, says he sent the but he sent the picture to somebody that he, that he knew, right? He sent it to someone who thought he a thought he knew. Yeah, yeah. She, it was a girl. He was talking online, but it really wasn't a girl. It was some a catfish. Means it was a, a fake person. Yeah. Whether it was a yeah, and for people who don't know what we're talking about, it's a fake person that sets up an account to try to extort somebody, and. They pretended they they took found pictures of some hot chick on on the internet and pretended that they were that hot chick. The kid sent the the nude photo, and then they said, "Okay, we're not the hot chick. We're actually catfish, and we're gonna post your nude photo everywhere and send it to all your friends and your parents and your school unless you give me ten thousand dollars." And so the kid suicided. So if this guy has four seconds out there, and again, it's not a catfish, but like Barrett said, what not trying to, uh, to blackmail the guy, which is the difference, right? And but what, so I'm but, not saying it can't happen. I'm just saying, but but he know, was filled without consent, and when he thought there was no, there was no camera there, right? And so he suddenly right. freaks out, and he goes, "Oh my god!" And if someone sees it, and it, like Sean said, it went viral, and, and there's a more apt that someone's going to see it, and then all they have to do is send the link to the guy's wife or the guy's uh, CEO or manager or whatever, you know what I'm saying? And the thing is, too, is if you're desperate, there is no logical thinking. You're not yeah, thinking that's true, logical, too. right? So if right. you think this has got out, whether it actually has an actual effect, you can create the situation in your mind and drive you to bad stuff where you will hurt yourself or something like that, right? Right. So I mean, oh, and, that's and the things. Yeah, and let's be clear. There are there are millions of young people out there 
looking for a job, just going, oh, my God, I hope they don't find that video. Yes, that's correct. Yeah, yeah. When, when they did, you know, they showed their tits in Miami on spring break, for, you know, and it's out there, you know. But like the 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 Budweiser um, uh, executive that just got canned because she she complained about the the brand being too frat house, and then they have found pictures of her. Uh, boozing it up at a frat house, when, you know, 15 years earlier or something. So, yeah, you know, you just hope those things don't come out, and they do. And in this case here, it, this guy suicides, let's say. His family and friends are devastated, and they know the woman who who posted the video, nothing's going to really happen to her. And so how do we get justice? We're going to do it ourselves. Yeah. You know whether that's right or wrong. It's it, it's it's technically by the law it's wrong, but I, I think ethically this is the whole. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, um, uh, two wrongs don't make a right thing, right? Um, yeah, yeah. Sure. Sure. And and I I I'm a believer in that. I I there's only you know uh, if you fight fire without with that with with fire everything ends up burning to the ground. Um, yep. there, there has to be, you know, um, there, there are better and more productive ways to do it. You can't make yourself as bad as the person. Right. Who, uh, you, you're that, that, that you're right. Exactly. Right. And so my, when you asked me that question, Mike, I pretty much concur with that statement you just said. However, I could understand the actions of the people even if it's just doing a bad thing because they were had something bad happen to them but i also understand too that social media and all these influences and all that is a horrible thing in a sense too because it's it's caused so much in other words 20 30 years ago you didn't hear you have the virtual or whatever the word is vitriol. you didn't have the internet to do this stuff yeah right? yeah the, you didn't have the vitriol that we see today you know because you have all these keyboard warriors that will say all these awful things to you online when 30 years ago you couldn't do that and people would barely ever say those things to you to your face yeah. well this they is would, how the yeah. bullying has evolved unless they were right? drunk <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, well, and, and it's just weird shit nowadays too. Like, um, I'll, I'll bring this up, which was there was this woman at this uh, City University, New York, that had a 11 minute speech at um, the graduation, and she said some really awful stuff. And people were were the, the university saying well yeah we we didn't it's bad now and whatever even though they allowed it to happen and then this other organization and I won't say the organization came out and defended the the the, the woman when you would say you think that they would what you don't want to I, I don't know it, it's just weird because they're defending the woman and her her what she said instead of saying what she said is horrible However, it was approved by the university, so the university 
is as much fault as this young woman. And, and But that's not what they're saying. They're saying that this woman is, is right to say what she said, and it's fine. And it's like, it doesn't make sense to me. So v- people are just bad. And social media and all this stuff is just bad. And you can say so many bad things and do so many bad things that it makes no sense to me because I would not say those things. Well, and it's so easy to misinterpret anything said on the Internet without, you know, body language and everything else. I think not only are people more dickish, people are also more sensitive, too. So you have that double whammy, and it makes it hard to have real conversations anywhere in that environment. Right, 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 right. If you get get a text or an email or a post on on your Facebook page with a winky face, what does that mean? Were they implying something? And so you just don't know. And... Uh, yeah, that makes sense. So yeah, and in person, you can see when somebody's getting pissed about an argument, you know, yeah. or just a, we'll call it a discussion, but right, you don't right, necessarily right. see that online, and so it gets it goes higher quicker. <laughs> right, right, right. Like if you have uh, everything in caps, um, people take it a certain way, and it's like, no, I just had everything in caps because I just didn't. It was an like, accident. Yeah, yeah. It was an it's accident. like, wait, what's the big deal if I have it in all caps or all in lowercase? But all caps means you're screaming at somebody, I guess. And it's like, oh, okay, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. So it's all interesting. Um, let's see. Anything else that we have to say about the film and maybe what the, its meaning or the outcome? Mike, what was your? So you're 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 on board that. What's your opinion on her situation? Do you think she was unfairly targeted? Because you were asking me that question, I guess. I I don't think I don't think she was unfairly targeted in that what she did was wrong and somebody should have called her out on it. Yep. Um that is not the way to call somebody out on it. You know, you you don't justify your bad behavior using somebody else's bad behavior. Um there are ways to have exposed her. There are ways to have pointed it out, to have said, hey, look, this person, if you in- interact with her, you know, she had a chance, you know, she'll put your face out there. She can't be trusted. Um, you can ruin her in a way that's above board, right? You see this with, a, you know, a business. If a business fucks you over, you can go leave them reviews. You can, um, Call the Better Business Bureau. There are you can sue them. You can do all sorts of things to let people know that these people shouldn't have your have your business. Yep. You know, and and there's there's ways to do that, and that's it. And but that's the difference between you know there's a difference between you know justice and revenge. And they were looking. They were what they were doing was vindictive. Yep, fair enough. Or they were uh, train they were training her. <laughs> they wanted her, they wanted to offer her a job and this was just training. Which is fair. <laughs> you know, that's what they're doing, but I but I, I don't think that was the right thing either. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> I'm not saying it was right or wrong. Just think it's funny. Uh, all right, so Anybody else want to say anything else about this film, or are we good? Anyone? I think I'm good on my end. I think yeah. I'm good. All right. So yeah, good. I should also point out this is a 90 minute film, so it's nice when we get a nice quick one. Yes. 
So many films are so long and bloated now. Um, yeah. And some of them deserve it, and some of them don't. Uh, but it's nice to have a, 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 a quick in and out. Yep. In tight storytelling. Yep, absolutely. All right, so let's uh, give our final thoughts on this. But before we do, uh, Mike, myself, you, and co-host Eric do another side podcast. What's that all about? And called. Uh, that is Cinema a la carte, where we review non-horror films that we are interested in viewing. Uh, we take turns picking a non-horror movie, generally speaking, even though some of them may be horror-adjacent. Uh, our most recent film was wasn't Michael Clayton. It was the one you said, uh, In the Bedroom, which is probably going to be released at some point. Uh, that was a Phil pick. Uh, I had recently picked the Sign Adventure, and I, what was Eric's previous pick? It wasn't The Edge. No, uh, what the game? Who chose the, the game? Wasn't it the game? Uh, that the was game. Eric. Yeah, Eric yeah, did the that game. Yeah, that was the game. That was the last one he did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. I think that was the last one. Cause, he did. Uh, yeah, because I don't think it was one of his Tom Cruise porn films. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Tom Cruise porn. Yeah. So anyway, so yeah, so we we each take a pick. Um, I, I, I did I did I did choose one Tom Cruise film. I did the collateral. Yes, I'm the only one that's held out on choosing a Tom Cruise film. I'll I'll, I'll make a pick at some point when I think the time is right. Um, and ironically, none of us have covered or chosen a film that the whole that inspired the creation of the podcast in the first place. That's uh, it's a movie in a series by Tom Cruise. But anyhow, uh, so yeah, so we, we we record that roughly once a month just to give us a break from, uh, you know, a whole lot of uh, rape and gore and gore and rape. Not that we haven't necessarily had some of those things uh, in some of these films. But it'll also teach you something about who we are because you can tell something about us from the movies that we're picking. I, I, we've done enough now that a pattern is starting to emerge. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. Yeah, yeah there's, there's, Definitely there's for a... me... Yeah, you're, you're, a little bit, definitely for you. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure I picked up one on Eric yet. Yeah, well, Starlet was my first pick, and that fits a little bit out of the rest of the films I picked. Oh, you've, you've but you've gotten more award-winning dramas. Yeah, 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 yeah that's true. Yeah, and Starlet um, all the way to into the, in the bedroom are kind of like that. Yeah, that's a fair point. I've tended to pick more like older science fiction or entertainment films. You know, I like. You know, Forbidden Planet and Flash Gordon and Side Adventure. I haven't really picked one for Eric, right? Because Eric is, you know, he's done other than the Tom Cruise theme. Um, he did Jack Reacher and he did Inside Out and he did um, The Edge. So he's a little bit more esoteric, I think, in his yeah, like he's a little bit more 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 random, more random. Yeah, yeah. I'll, we'll have to ask him if uh, we ever see him again. He's, he's vanished. He's disappeared. In witness protection. <laughs> I, I, was, I was I was talking to him a, a bunch today. He texted me about uh, Diablo, and then he sent me a, a thing about bears again too. So, so I, I think he's coming out of his witness protection. Uh, all right, and uh, Barrett, myself, you, and Sean are, are doing a theme month right now, and then we're at me. Uh, we're adding Mike, Kevin, Letts, and Amy to a couple of episodes after that. Uh, what, what's that podcast, and what are all those things about? 
Yeah, Halloween Boutique Psychotonic Reviews. Um, currently, it is LGBTQ month. Uh, June every year is. And we do a movie every week. Um, lesbian art house movies. Uh, Phil picks them. We watch them. We review them. And they come out pretty quickly. So we do one on usually Mondays. And then it comes out on Tuesday. Um, and then the other movies, well, we're going to do The Suicide Squad, the James Gunn one. And we're going to do Peacemaker. So those will be coming out probably, or we'll probably be doing them near the end of June. Indeed, indeed. And uh, Sean, myself, you, Mike, and Barrett uh, did a side podcast related to um, uh, a couple of shows on HBO, including um, uh, something about dragons and something about cordyceps what were those two podcasts so, that... the most recent one we finished was the rise of the cordyceps infected a last of us podcast where we followed the last of us every week and we wish there had been more cordyceps infected situations but anyways uh we reviewed that and then we also uh did a decimation of dragons house of the dragon podcast and we hope to be returning next year sometime when season two gets released. Uh, indeed, indeed. Um, and so that's pretty much that. Uh, I do like, uh, Mike, uh, I noticed you posted another thing, the apocalypse will be caused by, and then you scratch out all the things, and it's Canada. I love it. <laughs> the apocalypse, all the things that were causing the apocalypse in my lifetime, uh, nuclear war, Global warming, uh, Donald Trump, COVID, AI, and now turns out Canada is the winner. Yeah, yeah. I'm still going with nuclear weapons, but yeah, Canada. Uh, I was anyway, thinking afterwards, what I should have done is cross out global warming, put in climate change, and then I would then go back to COVID, and then I should have done nuclear war again because of the Ukraine thing. And then AI, and then... Oh, none, of that, none of that shit is working fast enough. Something needs to hurry up. I don't want it to hurry up. I don't want to be dead. But, yeah, it's, it's going to happen, unfortunately. Yeah, but, but, see, but, you've, yeah, but, now, but now you've got you've got kids, so you can't even hope that it like happens eventually because, you know, yeah, it'll impact yeah. them. You know, I can hope for it because, you know, what do I care? Right, okay. same here. <laughs> well, you don't want yourself to be dead. No, but you know what? When I don't I'm really like, care. <laughs> when I'm like given like three weeks left to live, I'm like, all right, now would be a good, now would be the time for an apocalypse. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm good with it right now. I'm not going to no. miss anything at this point. That movie I was waiting for is never getting released. <laughs> well, it's uh, yeah. I, don't, I just don't like talking about that stuff. It's it's not funny. It's not funny to me. I'm sorry. I'm not trying okay. to make a joke. That's the that's that's, that's what I'm saying. It's, 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 it's that you hate the you hate, world you, you, as we know it. If you, you hate your life that much that that uh, I don't that, hate my life. I just you know whatever. It's gonna end, and I'd like it to be in an apocalypse. That'd be kind of fun. Oh Jesus. Anyway, uh, uh, well, yeah. I, I, one of my friends. Uh, um, or, or ex ex girlfriends, I should say. She um, said that, yeah, just just let let it go. You can't control it, so you just you know. I want to live in interesting times. 
Oh, jeez. Anyway, let's, let's move on. So uh, let's get my final thoughts on, on this movie here. Uh, so once again, the movie's called Follow Her. So let's start with you, Barrett. I really like this movie. Well worth watching. I imagine it's going to be in my top 10, maybe even my top five for the year. Um, we're halfway through the year, so it's got a good chance of maintaining that. Um, I bought the movie. I think it's worth buying. And if not, you can rent it right now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, hopefully, Eric will will see it because uh, with our new rating system that Mike demanded, um, if a person leaves, I didn't it demand off, any rating system. I just hated the systems that we were doing. But this one's bad now too because if someone hasn't seen the movie, the movie automatically drops well, down now. Right, but that's my point: is that the the whole rating system thing is a futile gesture. Well, well one one person my, the, one person shouldn't take it off the list. No, 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 but. But but if it, the old way, if someone didn't see it, I only divide it. So let's say there's four of us, right, or five of us, whatever it is. And if four of us saw it, oh well, actually there's four. Yeah, there's four of us. So so if a th- three of us saw it, the fourth person that gave it zero because they didn't see it, it it lowers it down. The old system, I would just remove the third person and and just just divide it by three. Because the fourth person didn't get to see it, and so I skewed it with a, a better way, the old way. Well, is that really though? Because you you would have to ask and know every movie that everybody saw or didn't see. Just because well, they didn't score yeah. it doesn't mean it showed up on the list. Right, right. Well, right, right. I, I I tried to do that. I tried to ask people, did you see it or not? And if and they yeah. they would yeah, but yeah, but anyway, it's no big deal. So yeah. um, no, I know. <laughs> yeah, but as long as it's on your list, that's all that matters. It'll be on my list somewhere, too. So anyway, I, since I'm bringing it up, I'll talk about it. So yeah, my thoughts on the film, yeah, it was a really good film. Uh, excellent, well-written, uh, well-acted, well-directed, well-everything. Uh, so yeah, I recommend uh, everybody should see this film. And it uh, will most certainly be on my top 20 horror lists because i assume that's where we're, we're putting it and um most likely top 10 because it was that good uh let's go with you mike yeah i like the film um i don't know that i liked it as much as phil did uh i was for reasons probably a little skeptical to start uh but i think it is a, a nice little thriller um i don't know that it does anything like stunningly original, like I said, it reminds me of movies like The Game or Sleuth. Uh, that is, again, that's not a bad thing to be a little derivative um, because everything is. Uh, I just think it's, if you like films like that, I think this is a, a good take on that. Uh, and again, it's 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 tight. It's 90 minutes. It's uh, not a big commitment of time. It doesn't and overly convoluted. It's not hard to follow. It's well acted. It's well written. Um, the direction is fine. It's on big budget film, but it doesn't need a big budget. So yeah, I liked it. All right, sounds good. And uh, Sean, yeah, I'm on board with everyone else. It was uh, an enjoyable watch. It kept you guessing on certain aspects. Reveal was was a good reveal, and talking. You know, as we talked about this in the last couple hours or whatever, it it makes me appreciate it more because it just it shows just we each enjoyed it for maybe a little bit of a different reason, but 
the point is we got to enjoy it. And as I said, considering some of the dark topics and stuff I've had recently, uh, this was a nice change. All right, sounds good. So uh, once again, the film stars Luke Cook and Danny Barker. Uh, the film is also written by Danny Barker. Uh, and Danny's the, the woman. Uh, so Daniel, most likely. And directed by Sylvia Kamenier. Uh The film is getting great reviews. Uh, probably a hidden gem, though it did make Apple's uh, top 50 horror films. Um, so it is getting some notice. Um, you can check it out wherever VOD is available to rent or by purchase because it is available uh, on all the the systems. Uh, and uh, yeah, uh, check it out if you think it was interesting. Uh, so with all that stated, Mike, why don't you leave us out? All right. Well, thank you once again for listening to the Dark Discussions podcast. Uh, please tune in next week. We are going to have uh, another very special guest and talking about something blood related. Uh, we don't know what that's going to be at all. 